like half of the game is like how do i avoid getting into a fight i yeah. can't win like or yeah. or sitting there and like deciding i'm going to let this guy keep doing this thing yeah because i now know he is so i can make him do right this well, thing later right i can say remember when you were doing this thing and i yeah. didn't do shit about it sure and like in crusader That's kings really cool. 2 the the way that like the the like um the intrigue was real different the whole like hook system is brand new to crusader kings 3 nice so that you could find out somebody was involved in a plot and you could ask them to stop and they, if they refused you could like imprison them or do something like that to the you know so there, sure. it was kind of there but it was like a little bit rougher the hook system is a little bit more elegant i think in a lot of ways and also is a little less easy to abuse because one of the things that i would love as a powerful king in crusader kings 2 is if somebody was plotting to kill me who was real bad at it because <laughs> it would inevitably attract the most powerful vassals in my realm Sure. And I would start telling them, like, hey, stop doing this. And if they refused, I would have an imprisonment and a revocation reason on that vassal. So it was, Damn. it would behoove you to let, like, you know, random courtier maid girl try to murder you. Because then when, like, you know, the powerful vassals started plotting along with her, you'd be like, dude, stop it. And he'd be like, I don't want to. And you'd be like, okay, in prison, I'll take all your titles. Thank you. But oh, there was yeah, almost no chance, right? And there was almost no chance of of the um, of of the murder plot succeeding because this random vassal who dislikes you, who lives in your castle for some reason, you know, yeah. had very little chance of succeeding. So like it, it was very useful to be able to do that, but you know, it, <laughs> a little bit too abusable. <laughs> a little yeah, because you know, be. yeah. So it was like it was like the greatest thing when your spy master found like a random like cousin who was trying to kill you who didn't even have a, a title of their own because it's like oh yeah I'm gonna be able to steal some titles for my <laughs> for be able my, to like, take a bunch of shit from this motherfucker yeah like right like I'm gonna be able to start taking titles and giving them to family members to make them happy <laughs> like <laughs> yeah, it's so, incredible so yeah that game's fun uh how do we want to approach this uh baseball talk well we'll just do it right now no What's no up? but I just uh. <laughs> I mean, jump on it if you want to. I don't really have a jumping in point. I mean, there's so... Well, I guess hello. (laughs) It's a a bonus episode of of Bounty Board where we're going to talk about Blazeball because I know... Blazeball Bounties. Blazeball Bounties. That nobody else that listens to... Not sorry, listens to. Hopefully people that listen to are interested. Nobody else that we record the podcast with has been doing Blazeball as much as... We have, and I even have a. I even kind of re, re, feel resistant saying that because you've definitely played or been involved what? in it way no. more than I have. No, but, I, <laughs> sure. I've I, I've just only heard of baseball. Uh, I'm new to it and know nothing about it. Can you explain it to me? Oh sure, yeah. So it's a it's a mock baseball league on the internet, in which games can be viewed by watching a. As you would on MLB TV, like a digital website-based balls and strikes counter with you know the bases and the outs, so that you can see what happens in in the in like a scorecard sense. Um, games are played every hour on the hour. Wow, that's twenty-four a lot. hours a day. Whoa. Yes. And then on fr- on Saturday the playoffs are held, and then Sunday they take a day off. Ooh. Um And if that was where it stopped, it would be interesting. And for all intents and purposes, when this league just started, 
when it, when it first started, which is only six and a half weeks ago now. Sure. Um, that's exactly what it was. That's all it was. It was a game, and there was this weird... Well, not even weird. Well, we, we wouldn't even get there yet. You could place bets um, on the games, and everyone started with a low amount of money, and you could earn money placing bets on teams in this game. But Whoa, whoa, whoa. Real money? That money was never real. It was all <gasps> supplied through the website, and if you ran out, you could go to the bank and beg, literally beg, um, in the, there was a, the button was called beg. You didn't actually have to call it or do any begging, but you would beg the bank for more money and they'd give you a few coins. You could bet again until you got your money back. Um, you pick a team to back, um, everybody on this podcast, the two of us, that is, are <laughs> fans of the Hades Tigers, because why the fuck wouldn't you be? Of course. Um, that's where we all live anyway. It's true. It's where everyone on the planet lives right now. <laughs> Unless, I guess, you live in every, anywhere but the United States. Because it seems like most people have their shit kind of figured out. I um, think that's overstating things. Okay, sure. So <laughs> the United States may be in the worst state. We're at the lowest level. We're at the lowest rung of the ladder. Um, but, uh, yeah, so that's that's how it started. You placed bets on, on games that happened every hour, and it was fun and a great distraction with baseball not being a thing. Real, it's true. Um, I mean, yeah. It's between how many games they've had to cancel because of positive Corona tests and all of that, like baseball, the season feels like a joke. It, it it's not what it it could be, and right. uh, let's face it, it's not what we want it to be. If it's really gonna give us like solace in these trying times, <laughs> if I could sure. use sure. that contrite phrase. Uh, <laughs> but but baseball is different because um, baseball. Not only do you get to to like bet on it and watch the outcome, but then you get to influence it. Yeah. So one of the weird pages or tabs on the page of Blazeball that people noticed when it started was that there was a place where you could vote. Uh, it was called Election. You would go back there and you would be able to buy votes for a hundred coins and vote on really bizarre things. One of them being to open the book. Which no one knew what the fuck that meant. Nope. And sure enough, by the end of the first season, the book was opened. And what we got was a Patriot Act era document full of redactions. <laughs> almost in, in excess of actual verbal content. <laughs> As, this is true. I think there was more um, redaction than, than content in, initially. And the further down you go, the worse it gets. Oh, sure. Um, including the, this, the, uh, the John Hancock portion of this book that is... We still have no idea who signed it. <laughs> 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19 names deep because of there being 18 commas. But yeah. the only thing we know is that one starts with an H. One is, one starts with an A, but it's A space something. One starts with an N and one starts with an M. That's it. Yeah. Um and since the first season ended, it's kind of just descended into deeper and more kooky, wacky madness with players be, being vulnerable to incineration. Um, Which is the, exactly what it sounds like. It's exactly what it sounds like. Sometimes the, the, the it works out. Empires, umpires, my apologies, uh, right. will we'll periodically um, go off the rails and incinerate a player in the middle of a game. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 
Oftentimes, that's to the detriment of the team. Although, sometimes, it turns a team into fire, and they just destroy everything. Yeah. Which is what happened to the Tigers in Season 4? Season... Four. Three. Three. Three? Three. We won two back-to-back, so we won three yeah, and four. Yeah, the first, the, first, uh, the first Tigers championship uh, yeah. w- was uh, shortly after the incineration of their, their star and most beloved player, Landry Violence. Uh, may Violence. he rest in violence. Um, <laughs> I love it so much. There, and there boy, did now, that ever motivate the internet. It's wild uh, how much baseball. Yeah, there's now a Violence is the Answer t-shirt that you can Oh, my God. That you can but no, I'm sorry. Not violence is the answer. It says do it for violence. Do it for um, violence. Which I is that? Which was the rallying cry of the season three Tigers as they took the championship after the incineration yep. of their their beloved yep. comrade. And like it's so wild how into the games people got, including us. That like Landry was assassinated and set incinerated, um, and like almost immediately, like Twitter was this like just uproar. At least. Hades sure. Twitter. But not just, like, you had other teams that weren't in the playoffs oh, yeah. anymore at that point being like, damn, and, like, talking about it and spiraling into right. this, like, whole lore about what happened. And then, yeah. like, being so into it that, like, the player that then replaced Landry, mm-hmm. who, like, pulled off some incredible uh, clutch plays in the next couple of games leading up to the the, the, the victory... It was like, fuck yeah, do it for violence. Like it was, mm-hmm. uh, it's 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 hard to explain. It yeah. literally makes the smallest amount of sense. <laughs> so I I think we've hit on you know some of the basics like you know your your way of interacting with the game and the website is uh, to watch the games as they're simulated. Um, essentially just numbers and code that are kicking out plays and scores on a screen, uh, placing bets on it, and then spending your coin proceeds on the elections in which you can try to, you know, uh, enact decrees that change how the sport is played. Um, I'm sorry, as everyone is taking to calling it, the sport um, is played. Uh, I love it. Yeah. Um, you know, so so that included opening the Forbidden Book, which gave us a bevy of rules, but started leading to the Discipline Era, in which players could be incinerated, um, to introducing feedback um, the season before last, in which players can switch teams during games. Uh, so I think there's like a there, there's there's a lot of room that these decrees have have you know fundamentally changed elements of how uh, how things are um, played. Sure. Um, and then there's the blessings, which means that the players get a say in how their team improves or uh, steals players, um, you know, and what you might call a trade in, in you know, normal human baseball. In baseball, uh, they steal a player and then swap it for a worse one. And uh, yeah, it's <laughs> there's the most, a lot of options. It's, it's the most efficient way of getting a good trade you just take one <laughs> just and give take, them the one you don't want anymore. take the one you want and give them the crap that you've got left yeah um and and so things have spiraled uh into um a very strange position in which there's a lot more complexity than there initially was each division <laughs> so each division now has a special set of rules that will execute at the end of the season in which they'll change change their their ability 
of the team based on what position they finish on. But, mm -hmm. you know, each division's got a different set of rules. There's an idol system where you can idolize specific players, and there's blessings that will affect those players based on their idol status, um, including the fact that you can indeed idolize incinerated and what we thought were deceased players because apparently they still exist on the website in the back end and can be accessed um which leads to people attempting some sort of necromancy this season <laughs> trying which to is both ill-advised and ill-fated it's bound it's, to be it's very good but all of this stems <laughs> from from a very simple fact and that putting goofy names like the Hades Tigers, the Baltimore Crabs, the Philly Pies, and the New York Millennials uh, on the teams, along with a set of somewhat randomly generated but very fun names like Nagomi McDaniel, Jessica Telephone, the perennially uh, favorite uh, player now back on the Philly Pies after making a three-team whirlwind tour of some of the best teams in the league. Uh, you've got, um, you know, your your Thomas Jerkana, who, um, you know, is playing for the Millennials. Paula Turnup, who is the replacement for Landry Violence. Uh, and other great things like Kennedy Loser and N-A-N for the Unlimited Tacos. <laughs> these, are, <laughs> these are all great and evocative names that, that, that the fan base said, you know what, those those little bits of names and teams are not good enough. We think there's a story here. Um, yeah. And so have collectively said, like, there's a story here and we're going to tell it. Um, so they've taken these, like, bits I, of I information on the Wyatt screen. Dovin part. Sure. <laughs> yeah. So uh, and, and they've turned this into into lore. Um, and there's a whole wiki that holds a bunch of fan lore and the sort of uh, collected opinions on what these players might be. What kind of player plays a game an hour for a week with one off day? <laughs> One, sure, yeah. one guaranteed off day. So it, it's kind of evolved into a little bit of a, a macabre sort of eldritch horror sort of take on things. Uh, you know, somewhat stoked by the uh, the fact that the um, uh, 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 site has, has recited things in uh, uh, Lovecraftian languages. Um, and things like that. Uh, the fact that there's incinerations and feedback and there's a new um, weather pattern called blood rain sort of lends itself to this sort of eldritch horror feeling in the background. And people have thought, you know, what what's that like? So, you know, you've got your Jessica Telephone, who's like a time-traveling lesbian that's got like, you know, dozens of wives and girlfriends and uh, carries a telephone all around uh, using the bat named the Dial Tone to uh, slug her way through things. Which, let yeah. me tell you, <laughs> yeah. one of the best names. Oh, When sure. I saw Jessica Telephone wielding the dial tone, I was like... Absolutely. So good. This is, this is a level of, of thing. And, like, not to interrupt, but there's... You, you spoke briefly about, like, the Wikipedia having, like, built its own lore based around how the seasons itself extended this lore, but, like, you are one of the... You are not one of the. You are the proprietary runner of the Hades Blazeball Twitter account, and you've said in as many words that it's a great creative um, outlet because, like, this league, this 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 uh, website has been so rapidly adopted by people so ready for something that they could add their own little not even not even imprint just their own little English to 
they sure. could add a little bit to to like the artist representations of athletes to the different sure. logos that have popped up to I myself even took part in 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 the the, the fan fiction that is Blazeball, the fliction if you will, which is actually fucking I'm gonna use that now. Um, but like I tweeted about Landry's incineration, um, about how the umpire like used to seeing players incinerated go uh, in fear and agony, like seeing Landry just laugh and sigh or whatever and like sure. and like that getting traction and people like echoing it as if they also heard that story is there's just so much yeah, community absolutely. buy-in to the mythos that is this like a, literally out of the blue baseball yeah sim. And, and i think some of it is just the the bare bones nature of it i mean it's just it's kind of uh like a tabletop role-playing game i mean we're using little numbers that are that are being somewhat randomly generated to tell a story. Um, yeah. You know, the outcomes we don't really have control over. We, we have some input on one end of it, but then the, the outcomes happen regardless of what we do. Um, so I, I think there's a lot of room to breathe that life into it. And, and it's interesting to see the way it kind of um, uh, dovetails between the sort of like tabletop role-playing, like, like let's make up characters, let's decide what sort of eldritch horror you know, creatures might play for these various teams. A and there's also an element of, like, actual sports culture that is instilled yeah. here. Because, I, I mean, as a as a lifelong sports fan and baseball fan myself, I, I could tell you some stories that I've heard about players for the hometown team that, are, you know, are essentially just myth-building. You sure, know, about, sure. like, so-and-so, you know, or, or, like, think of, like, the stories about Michael Jordan. Like, you know, like, oh, you know, he played through that playoff game with the terrible flu or, you know, this or that. Like, like every team goes through this sort of, like, myth-building about their team, this sort of lore that they create for themselves, regardless of whether it's, you know, humans playing the sport or <laughs> numeric generators <laughs> and an algorithm <laughs> spitting yeah. out box scores like and it's really interesting to see the way things are, are both very different from regular human sports and very similar like there, there's like team cultures coming coming to bear about like well you know like we we shouldn't do that because that's not really what we're like as yeah, and though. even even in the incinerations and like the idols that you mentioned where people are realizing that non existent characters or players are being found as maybe possibly existing in a place you yeah. and then describing that to me earlier had mentioned that like there was a conversation uh in the hades tigers community of like is this what the tigers would do sure. or is incineration like a send-off a farewell like does this do is it worth it to bring somebody back or should we stick with the culture should we stick yeah. with the the environment we've created. Absolutely. And that's and, fucking you know, wild to me. And not well, wild in like a, how dare you? Wild in like a, fuck yes. Why, why is this happening? And how well, does it... Yeah, right. And, and you know, being involved in like the Hades Tigers like community and, and in the Discord chat, there's talk about like, what blessing should we pursue? Like, how should we coordinate our votes to get like, you know, a better chance at the blessings we like? And there's almost a, a uniform consensus across the board that we should not pursue as a group 
the blessings that steal players because we embrace our players and wouldn't want to see them move to another team. Sure. And so it's just fascinating that it's like, you know, like if we were just playing this in a way that it's like, oh, well, let me get the best possible outcome for my team. Of course, you'd want to steal the best player for your team. But there was an almost immediate like pushback of like, well, no, we don't want to send away one of our players who we've become attached to and taken ownership of because they're they're ours. They're tigers. They're you know, they you know, they're part of our our mythos we've built together, you know, and this is, and and, you know, this is tied up differently than the real sports culture because in a very real way, they've created these characters of these players themselves. They have an ownership that you can't necessarily say, you know, like if, if Mike Trout gets traded, you can't say, well, I don't want to see Mike Trout go because I, you know, (laughs) I made this up about him. (laughs) Like you can't can't say that. Like, but like, you know, Paula Turnip goes and there's somebody in the discord chat. Who's like, I had this idea of how she could look and I put out the fan art and people loved it. And that's kind of how Paula Turnip looks when people picture her now. Like that's something people can say. I have ownership of part of this, this team. And so, so the Tigers have been really big, like, you know, from the, from the get go about like doing the fan art and like, you know, making the lore that one of the Tigers players are not played, but you know, fans, uh, was the one that started the baseball wiki, like, you know, in the, you know, towards the end of the first week or something. I don't remember exactly when they did, but like started it. And so immediately, you know, like people from the Tigers community discord group, like jumped in and filled in the lore for a bunch of the players so they've always been very attached to like you know the the idea of these characters and sort of the there's the, such great art dude. yeah and it's like fantastic. there's a baseball card of yasmin mason going around that's on the bulletin page for me at least sure of, yeah that's randomized so good luck finding it but you can go to um i found it i just shared it in this in this call gotcha like nice and it's so good it's, it's so, so good. good and it's not just a piece right it's not just Oh, no, there's yeah. there's a good piece of art. Oh, there's a good piece of art. It's like there's a seven by Does, seven inch back patch of the Hades Tigers logo that I need. Sure. Um, that's yeah. so fucking good. Yeah. Uh, and I I don't know how. Well, well, like I mean, I guess there's there's the conversation you have about the studio behind this, right? The uh, the game. What is it called? The game. The game band. Band. I want yeah. to say the game group game band who like if you've never heard of them then it's because they don't do they haven't done a ton of stuff but furthermore like they have done stuff that you've probably heard of you just didn't know it um and i found this out relatively recently um listening to the waypoint guys and then you brought it back up there's they have a game on game pass or not game pass (laughs) um apple arcade called where the cards fall or where cards fall. Um, that's a really like darling narrative exploration game that uses cards as like a creative tool in a in a world to build like surfaces and objects. And it's weird and small, but beautiful. But like these guys made this as kind of uh, I believe as you were sharing yesterday, maybe even today, kind of a last ditch effort. Like not even effort, just like a last ditch. Like we're working on these. And we need these to be successful. Here's a couple of people working on a thing just in case these other things don't pan out. Sure, yeah. And then baseball turns into this, like, 
just catapults into the zeitgeist in a way that like they literally had to take a break yeah a week and a half two weeks and they were like look there's not many of us and we didn't expect this and we love it and we're gonna dedicate people to it but well and importantly they didn't they weren't set up to monetize it in any way no they still are just barely like they have a patreon that is starting to get that they say it's paid for the server costs now um it's like you know just just getting started that they have announced that they are officially developing merch that they will sell officially incredible Um, they've given permission they said anybody who who you know creates a thing regarding baseball has like a blanket permission to market it themselves which is very very cool and very indicative that not only have they done a great job of developing this interesting thing they've done a fantastic job of um uh what's what's the word stewarding the community yeah that they've made very clear from the get-go that this community is is uh, inclusive um and no uncertain terms um, this community is supportive of, of all peoples. This community, you know, it believes in trans rights. It believes Black Lives Matter. It believes vocally. It believes that you know there's no place for hate in baseball. Um, and I remember in like you know the opening week and a half of the Discord server before it was really exploding out, but as it was growing, you know, faster than people could keep up with, there was an incident in the the Tigers Discord chat in which somebody said something rather hateful, and I. I don't know what it was uh but almost immediately like one of the moderators stepped in and like you know just banned the person outright made the situation right made it very clear that like this community doesn't tolerate that sort of behavior and i think that has given a lot of people a lot of space to to say like you know here's something i can get into and not feel like you know it's going to be it's it's going to be filled with acrimonious you know shouting or I'm going to get trolled sure. by people on the internet because of this thing or that thing that don't really matter. You know, and I, I think there is a recognition that <laughs> with sports culture comes a certain sort of toxicity when you say, oh, well, we're against these other teams because we play a sport against them. And so I think they're aware of that and, and conscientious of the fact that if they, they stoke first and foremost an inclusive community, that they can avoid some of the uh, the sort of bitterness that can come from having, sure. um, you know, fans in a competitive fashion. Uh, yeah, I'm seeing the top of Baseball Cares, which is like the merch website. Black Lives Matter scrolling across sure. the top. There is no tolerance for systemic racism in Baseball so across the top. I might add that Baseball Cares is entirely fan run. Yeah. So it was an initiative. The police commissioner is not doing a good job. <laughs> so good. So so it was uh it was an initiative um in which a bunch of uh fan artists uh got together um with the intention of creating merchandise and all of their profits go to various charitable causes. Uh which That's is so something awesome. that is yeah, it's very cool. The community uh, that has, you know, congealed around this is very cool being involved in the baseball Twitter uh, community has been very cool. We have uh, a separate Discord server in which we coordinate little RP sorts of things. Um, and the idea was floated early on to have um, the Blazeball Cares initiative on Sundays. Since, you know, we were all tweeting out things frantically in the first couple of weeks about our teams while they're playing. Sure. And, you know, like, oh, upcoming in this game, such and such pitcher is going to be, you know, like, and you're all doing all this stuff. And then you get to Sunday and there's a vote on Sundays, but that's it. 
there's no games, there's not a lot to like really discuss. Um, and so like we got some time that we're not, you know, filling filling the airwaves with commentary on games. So like what should we do? The the idea was floated uh I believe by the Yellowstone Magic Twitter account. I don't remember uh off the top of my head who started the idea, but to um basically highlight charities uh, local to the locations of the various teams because a lot of them are actual places um, you know you've got the uh, the various you know Baltimore and Chicago and San Francisco and Mexico City and you know some other real life cities um, many of the teams uh, play in <laughs> theoretically <Yeah. laughs> whatever dimension they may be in uh, they play in that city in that dimension um, and so the idea was to highlight some charities local to that city that people could donate to for that week. And it's since, it's since um, evolved a little bit that um, they pick one team from each dimension each week that gets highlighted. Um, and so Sundays they use the hashtag BlazeballCares um, hashtag and uh, tweet out about those charities, bring some light to it. So people uh, um, have some awareness of, you know, real world things that could use their attention and not just virtual sports. So, yeah. Um, you know, it's cool. It's just indicative of how, how like literally good the community is that that, that they've created around this. It's that, it's crazy, man. Yeah. I don't. I like the more I scroll, the more I like look for a hole. That's like ah, okay. There is like I don't even know why that's my inclination, right? My inclination is to find the like one place where this community is not just fucking slam dunking it. Sure. And like, I'm sure there's a spot where there's people that are like, we could be better about this, but like, yeah, overall from the outside. And I say from the outside, like I'm not literally on the outside, right? I've been involved in this for three of the eight weeks, four of the eight weeks, even sure. that's been a thing. Um, but like, it's fucking bananas to me that the guys that made the, the folks that made this aren't, just kind of rolling in it. And I know that's not their goal, right? Like most game right. developers don't set out to be rich. They set out to do a thing they love. Sure. And like, there's no reason that those two things shouldn't go hand in hand. So I'm not trying to like build some connotation that like doing what you love is not going to make you money. <laughs> so, but yeah. like, it's, it's just crazy to me that this is as big as it is. And it is the product of the, process that it was right? right the we don't know how long we're going to be able to do this uh -huh. process of like make a thing um and then it's it's sprouted all of this sure i i think something to note uh, about that um is that uh you know we talked about how they've given permission to the fan artists to market their own things um and that's not just like an accidental thing the studio seems really aware um, and, and I don't think they are out to get wealthy off of this. Right. I, I think they, they really get it in a strong way that like, you know, they're not, they're not looking to say like, okay, nobody can, can market anything for this because we need a cut of it. Like they're really excited about the, the prospect of the group thing. And, and they, they have a decidedly anti-capitalist, um, uh, ethos 
including the fact that uh, talking about the distribution of the one percent's wealth to the ninety nine percent. I mean, one hundred percent happening. Not only that, but one of the uh, hidden stats, so forbidden knowledge for those uh, in the in the know about baseball, because anything that's not explicitly said on the baseball website they consider forbidden knowledge, but it can be gleaned from from examining like sort of the uh, the underlying code of the website. Um, sure. All the players have like a huge variety of substats that are hidden away, um, but right, if you can't you, see like, right. At all. But if you start digging, you can you can note them. Every player has an anti-capitalist stat, and so Incredible. some pla- <laughs> so some some baseball players and they're a little simulated are anti-capitalist, and that seems to have some sort of correlation to their likeliness to try and steal bases, which is fantastic. But I mean, this the studio is not you know they're not out to make you know millions of dollars from this. They're they're out to make interesting stories. They're out to to do interesting things in the space. And by all intents and purposes, they're really succeeding at that. And I I have to commend them for that. And I hope that they can get appropriately <laughs> compensated. Compensated, fact, sure. For the fact that they're making something really interesting, really unique, and really engaging for thousands tens of thousands of people at least i I don't know what the numbers are but just judging by how many people on twitter follow the um the baseball commissioner which is um sort of the official baseball Mm -hmm. account run by somebody it's 13 and a half k yeah so i mean there's at least that many people playing i would think yeah you have to imagine that like of a of a following uh, for a thing only probably 60 to 50 percent of that population is going to follow it on twitter right yeah i don't know i, so, I don't know what conversion i don't know the actual like numbers that. of that yeah but yeah it seems to me that the the actual user base would be much higher than what is following on twitter um and i don't know i'm kind of new to twitter uh and it's been very interesting for me trying to learn how twitter etiquette works and things like that as i go and you know <laughs> It's been it's been an exploration because before this point, I think my personal Twitter account had 18 followers. So <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a uh, very it's different experience having actual people paying attention to what I'm saying. And uh, yeah, and that's incredible because I remember some of the without like doxing people, which I don't have the ability to do in this case anyway. But like just some of the names that were coming across the feed of following that account and retweeting that account. Sure. Um, and just like, I obviously didn't make it, but still feeling like this pride of like, fuck yeah, dude, you made a thing that like is, was perfectly timed and people wanted it. Sure. And people are just like attaching to it like tentacles and it's fucking awesome. Yeah. Like, and it's, it's great. And it's a, you know, it's a fun community to be a part of because everybody, uh, seems so um, excited to build something together. Sure. Yeah. And, and there's such an imagination and such a like uh, a creativity about the the fan base, like imbuing meaning to all of these simulation bits. Yeah. You know, and uh, yeah. it's been a lot of fun, and uh, I highly recommend it. You don't have to be a Hades Tigers supporter. Um, I think it'd be better if you were. But you you should, uh, as they say, participate in the cultural uh, event that is baseball. 
It is place bar. Yes. Uh, because it's fantastic. Um, probably not for everybody, but there's there's definitely a um, there's there's definitely if if any of it has sounded appealing to you, there's definitely a level of engagement that you can do this. That's okay. If it's just browsing the fan art, that's that's awesome. <laughs> if you like weird, strange <laughs> creatures playing baseball, you can check out the the Twitter and the the like. You know the, the the there's practically every player has a Twitter account now, with somebody role playing that player on Twitter. It's so good, and and it's, it's fantastic so that they're imbuing personalities and like stories underneath these people, um, and telling a story of like what the heck does it mean when like a player sees their their compatriots being incinerated in a game and still has to keep playing for the next like 10 hours of games. And then, you know, <laughs> and then maybe so get switched around to a random team at will. So it's a, it's a really fascinating space that people are playing with, like adding meaning to something that's just numbers on a page essentially. Um, and it's been so, so fantastic. And I have had a blast, um, engaging with it. Um, and tweeting about it frantically, and sometimes, <laughs> sometimes laundry well, violence sometimes has not. a companion Twitter account, the laundry violence. So that was yeah, laundry violence was the uh, um, decided that was a, a chain of laundromats um, that in Tartarus were, were in the Greater Hades area yeah, were. Um, I believe uh, sponsored by Landry Violence, so they were you know licensing his name. Yeah. Um, yeah. So they're still hanging around since his incineration. I think the uh, Landry Violence Twitter account is officially uh, dormant at the moment, but it does still exist. So if for some reason he gets resurrected from the dead, uh, it's still out there. So. <laughs> That's so great. Yeah. That's so great. <laughs> um, so a couple thoughts, I guess, kind of wrapping up because we should probably do that. There's only so long I think most people can listen to a couple of guys. <laughs> people about falling over fake baseball. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, I, I think anybody who uh, is listening to this and is least bit interested, go to blazeball.com, check it out. Um, you know, it's I, by I the way, it's B L A S E. Yeah, so it's baseball but with an L. After the, um, right the first as the, as the second letter, yeah. <laughs> Not blaze ball, but yeah, blaze yeah. ball. Yeah, yeah. And there's yeah. some some debate about this, and I think I'd like to set the record straight. I um, have done a lot of research on the matter, and it's pronounced blaze ball. So, yeah. just Which just one play. was that? Blaze ball? Yeah. Are you just saying okay. it fast so I can't tell? Uh, right. No, let's move on. <laughs> so so definitely check it out um set your favorite team um you can just go where your heart takes you you could start off at um uh blazeball.fandom.com uh which is the the wiki if you want to read all of the fantastic fan lore that they put in there they even came up with a, a great way of differentiating between what's actual information from the website and what's just made up fan fan lore um, there's like a little rumors tab that generates like if there's multiple takes for what fans think a player is it spits out a random one every time you go to that page so like if you go to a, a player sometimes there's competing takes on what that player is <laughs> and uh, <laughs> you know 
so good. And so it spits out a different one each time. And it, so it differentiates between what's actually, you know, from the game and what has just been decided by the community. So it has all that space. You know, it has that space for the art, for the fan writing, that sort of thing. Um, and then the other thing is if you go to, to boysball.com, you join in, you find yourself having some fun, you engage with it, maybe you make some cool art, put it out there on Twitter or Instagram. They've got an Instagram where they're collecting fan art now to um, do that. Um, send some money to the Patreon because this is a, a crazy cool project. It's a great community, and if you can afford to help them you know, pay their bills uh, for making it, all the better and if yeah. you've got some money left over to buy some cool merch that helps support charity do that too yeah get send send these guys send these folks all the money you can yeah like I mean, they they deserve to be able to like continue doing this they deserve to be able to be comfortable in their ability to do this and like absolutely. supporting them only means it keeps getting better yeah you know, this is this is a beta product. They they're just coming up with ideas at the moment. They're they're not finished. <laughs> so, let yeah. you know, let them let them make this happen. Give them some money if you can. Dude, the the umpires have Twitter accounts, dude. Yeah, there's a rogue umpire's like, Twitter account. That and the rogue ump replied to my thing about the ump. Like yep. uh, it's so good. Yep. It's so deep. And it's, it's and so it's all, and it's all just people having fun, people putting putting pieces together, uh, and it's the perfect environment for it. You know, a lot of folks stuck at home. A lot of folks saying like, you know, I need something to keep me busy. I want to keep up with something. You know, you you could watch you know one or two games a, a week <laughs> if you want to. You could just pick a favorite team and let it ride. You know, like check it out from time to time. It doesn't. You know, it's it's. It's low impact. If you just sit back and watch the whole thing, there's nothing stopping you from enjoying it that way. So there's yeah. a there's a lot of potential here for a lot of different things. And then you can just see this crazy complexity growing. <laughs> see what, what happens next. Yeah. And there's yeah. something to see be where it goes. said for a shared experience. That, you know, the traditional games, just they can't replicate that. Because, you know, I, I see people constantly dropping into the Discord or on Twitter who's like, I just found baseball i've just found baseball my my apologies uh and i i'm you know i'm worried that i've missed too much already it's like no this is the perfect don't, time don't to, worry this is the perfect time most to drop of us in. are still trying to fucking because, figure it out uh, yeah and on twitter i constantly am chiming in when people are like i heard about baseball i just signed up for an account i'm really confused and i like to drop in with that that hades tigers account and just be like we're all confused that's the way it's supposed to be have fun like, yeah. you know, it's, it's, if you dropped into this and got it, there's another conversation. That needs yeah, to be had. right. Then you might as well just <laughs> go go somewhere else. If, if you figured yeah. it all out, then just go on. It it doesn't have any appeal for you. If you figured it all out, do everyone that is everyone do everyone else a favor. Yeah. And just be quiet about it. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> don't, right. Don't ruin the mystery for yeah, anybody exactly. else. And so, you know, there's a shared experience to it that just doesn't happen in traditional games. We've talked about emergent narrative sure. and emergent gameplay, and there's so much of this because so much of it is not just the game itself, but like, you know, uh, the crabs have have had a historic season as this year and are on track to win more games than any other team so far in the in the game. And some of it is because their fan base, 
I was so coordinated on on voting for blessings that they really improved their team through those blessings and have have really improved themselves and uh, are on track to win a you know a crazy record setting amount of games this season and so like there's you know there, there there's something to be said for like you know you don't join into a, a battlefield game and like you know completely shift how the war goes you know it's the same it's the same set of same set of battles that you're gonna fight over and over again sure, whereas this yeah. is like a, an evolving you know an evolving situation that that changes based Absolutely on how changing. people are poking at it and so being here for any part of it is you know is a fun ride that you won't get from any other game it's great. It's it's the Game Band's Twitter account has twenty seven hundred followers. Twenty seven hundred? Yeah, two thousand seven hundred and seventy five. Wow. The Blazeball Twitter account has thirteen thousand five hundred. Wow. <laughs> so Yep. Uh sometimes you make a thing that just hits. Yeah. And it speaks to a lot of people on a lot of different levels, you know. Sports fans who think you know they're missing sports and being involved in them in a personal way you know tabletop fans who say hey this is kind of like playing a tabletop role-playing game and i can tell stories around this you know fans that want to draw artwork about something it's great um yeah so thanks thanks get uh if you're you're working from home you've got pull up a tab and you've got a little extra time you're trying to figure out what to what to fill that time with Try it out. Pull you can bet head. on games every hour. It doesn't cost you anything. Yeah. Um, it's just fun to to tinker around with. And if but you, be careful. If you, Tinkering around with it does grow an interest. Yeah. And, yeah. like, it's inevitable. You'll tinker around and be like, man, this is wild, and I want to be a part of it. Yeah. <laughs> it's just how it happens. Yep. It's very good. Yep. <laughs> so. So, yeah, thanks for listening to a bonus episode. <laughs> That uh, is half as long as a full episode, but like pretty dense either way. Yeah. Um, and thanks for s- hanging out and listening to us talk about baseball. And, and, and Andrew, thanks for being, being, uh, not even being willing. You were the one that suggested it. Yeah. So thanks for the suggestion because it's dope. Well, you know, um, I've been nerding out about it for you know, however many weeks now. And almost it, two months. Yeah, sure. It's nice to, to spit it out there into, the, you know, into the internet. And uh, let other people know. Yeah, it's the best. It's the best. The the ba- the the commissioner is doing a great job. The commissioner is still doing a great job. Yeah. Uh, Parker, never look Parker, back. if you hear this for any reason, you're doing a great job. <laughs> Wonderful. <laughs> uh, never look back. Violence begets violence. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking love it. It's so good. So good. It's so good. And, uh, um, and one more. Many stripes, one tiger. So good, it's so good. <laughs> Ugh, I want a T-shirt with all of those things on it. Um, no, sorry, I want a T-shirt with one of each of those. Things. I want several T-shirts. Okay. Um, I don't want one T-shirt that's just all of the sl- <laughs> slogans. That would be. <laughs> you want you want many like T-shirts Polish. with one each of these slogans on them. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I want many shirts with with a a frame. Okay. Um, but yeah. Uh, go to Blazeball.com, get into this, check it out, see what it's like. Follow me at LoveWub, follow the website at Nerdy underscore Bits or at NerdyBits.com. 
And uh, Andrew, where can people find you? You can find me at Dentenstein for my personal account, but that's insignificant and uh, largely pointless because I'm pretty much at HadesBlazeball.com or not, not no at HadesBlazeball on Twitter. There it is. Not, not dot com. Nope, not dot com. Let's cut that bit. Not yet. Not yet. We'll have a <laughs> Hades baseball website someday. Someday. <laughs> uh, and it'll be more fun than any MLB baseball website. Absolutely. It has to be. It's like, you know, uh, if corporations could be fun. <laughs> that might be too much imagination to ask people to Yeah, that's to, a bit of a stretch. Do. I know we're talking <laughs> about, you know, we're he, talking uh, about anthropomorphic baseball league where people get incinerated. playing the game. <laughs> um, we, we recently accidentally got in the feedback uh, um, a uh, giant salamander, I think Harrison is, from the Moist Talkers. Uh, you know, but but moist talk. but uh, you know, corporations that are cool. Uh, well, let's not let's not stretch the imagination too far. Oh, it's great. Yeah. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll be back. Uh, I don't even know when I'm gonna release this. So like, it might be a Monday. <laughs> it might be a Friday. We'll be back again with more podcast at some point. Oh shit! That is a uh, a mudskipper. Yeah, that's what it is. That's fucking awesome. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Sweet Richmond anyway. Harrison. Richmond Harrison. I love it. I love it. There's a wiki for this shit. It's so good. <laughs> we'll be back sometime. Um, you know what we do. You know what it is. It's the internet. We make game uh, Yeah. Take it easy.